Hello and welcome to today's Unpacked Short. I'm Charlie Pickles. Of course I'm joined by Peter Franklin. Hi Charlie. Hi Peter. Uh, So today we are talking about an Unpacked which was published maybe a week, maybe even a couple of weeks ago actually Peter. Um, And it is about the role of geography. And you have a great quote uh, at the start of your Unpacked uh, where you say... Geography is to the academic disciplines what sculpture is to the fine arts. Something you trip over while gazing elsewhere, <laughs> which I just think is the most wonderful statement. But Peter, explain to us why we're talking about geography and, and kind of why you have that wonderful phrase in your unpacked. Well, geography, um, I think, is rarely important. And we'll go on to uh, discuss why. But as a subject, it it, it gets... It's kind of the butt of jokes of all the others. And I think in part that's because it's sort of perched awkwardly between um, the sciences and the humanities. And you've got the kind of physical geography side, which is more scientific, and then the human geography side, which is more humanities. And no one's quite sure. And so on university campuses, it's often a kind of... (laughs) building on its own because no one knows where to put it which is quite ironic really i have to say i um i literally don't remember anything that i learned when i did geography at school i mean i didn't take it as an a level but you know obviously you have to or, or as a gcse but you have to do it in the first uh, couple of years or so of uh, secondary school and i don't remember anything i know it's it's odd. i think well I think it's not as interesting as it used to be. Um, Ooh, all those geographers out there. I think it... Comments directly to Peter Franklin. I think (laughs) the old-style geography of highest mountains and longest rivers and things, that's the sort of stuff kids lap up. And they make it a little too boring and worthy. And I think they 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 should... you know, make more use of geography's finest assets, which are literally the most spectacular things on the planet. So, you know, that's why, that's that's how I'd revive interest. And make it more memorable. Okay, well, back to the unpacked. Uh, so this was a piece that you read in the New York Times, and it was specifically looking at analysing Facebook connections. So why is Facebook and geography connected? Well, uh in the internet age, the digital age, instant communication, um, video conferencing, we're told that geography matters less than ever, that the tyranny of distance has been conquered. Um, And what this piece does, um, which is a piece by uh, Amelie Badger and Kwok Trung we, I think it's pronounced. Um, if I was a better geography, I'd, I'd, I'd know how to do it. But um, in, in any case, they've got a fantastic feature in which a whole load of Facebook data has been analysed. Um, and for any, I think, county it is in the United States, you can click on a map and then you can see a sort of heat map of the rest of the United States, which shows how connected people are in the reference county to the rest of the US. And you think if geography doesn't matter anymore, then, you know, people's sort of friendship groups and their likes and all of these things that you can do on Facebook would be, you know, sort of geographically neutral. But what this data set shows is that um, 
63% of everyone's Facebook connections are within 100 miles of where they live. I sort of feel like this is actually, you know, if we applied a little bit of common sense here, uh, which I appreciate isn't always done when we're talking about either academia or sort of policy making, but if we did apply a little bit, I sort of feel we might have worked out that would be the case. So if you think about your Facebook communities, mm. right, a lot of people use it to organise social events or to kind of arrange to meet up with old friends maybe that they've lost contact with or something like that. Yes. So so kind of by definition, they're people that you probably physically know and therefore are likely to be in a sort of relatively close geographical space to you. So, I mean, is it really that surprising? It's not. And I think we forget it. Um, and it's a good reminder that geography does matter to us, that the people we do know, the people that we have the most meaningful relationships with, are the ones that we can see face to face, at least some of the time. Um, and um, I think, you know, if you look at things like why are our property prices in certain areas, certain city centres, so ridiculous it's because proximity still matters it's literally one of the most valuable commodities in the world um so yeah geography really does matter now there's some really interesting patterns though on 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 this um um on this data set and they could show that physical barriers going back to the rivers and mountains and islands that oh, good. <laughs> that no longer seem to be so fashionable they still they still matter and they found that you know these major geographical barriers actually were also a barrier to digital connections which i think is fascinating that yeah you know if if you're on the wrong side of the mississippi river from someone else you could um communicate digitally completely unimpaired and yet you're much less likely to be Facebook friends with someone if they're on the wrong side of a mountain range um, the wrong side of a of a body of water and things like that so you know even these most sort of um, um, uh, sort of ancient geographical factors still matter in our hyper-technological worlds. And it's fascinating because, as you said, Peter, we we do neglect geography. And it's not just in the kind of sense of these big physical barriers, but also in terms of what our geography means to the lives that we live. Yes. So, I mean, it's fascinating. I mean, really wonderful work done by Raj Chetty in the US looking at the impact of geography. I mean, right down to zip codes or for us in the UK, kind of the equivalent of postcode areas and looking at how the place rather mm. than the characteristics of individuals living in the place um, impacts children's life chances. Yes. And so actually, you know, regardless of the characteristics of the people the characteristics of a small locality a small place mm. can actually determine um you know the future earnings potential or kind of as i say sort of prospects of the young people growing up in it and, yep. and yet we focus more on the kind of socioeconomic side of stuff rather than the geography yeah and there's all sorts of reasons why that might be um it might be the kind of particular mix of people living in an area i mean there's a a lot of evidence to show that um for instance the presence of fathers 
actively involved in their children's lives um, doesn't just matter within the home but within a, a neighborhood um, you know the fact that there are other fathers you know on neighboring streets uh, acting in a responsible way has an impact on all the kids growing up in that neighborhood um, another thing might be just much more sort of economic um, factors like uh, um, transport links to, you know, places that might help you, you know, get a job, things like that. Um, we had a fantastic article earlier this year from James Blood Bloodworth, looking at um, was looking at buses in in his native Somerset, and saying that the fact that these services are dwindling away is a real. A retarding factor on social mobility and that you know that there is a big difference between people of supposedly similar income groups whether they're in a city with good connections or somewhere else less urban less concentrated um with you know where it's just really difficult to, to get around um so again it's another example of why geographies of direct relevance to really important policy areas in the world today. So going back then briefly to um, the Facebook analysis, so what that's shown us is that despite the sort of, I suppose, rather um, idealistic uh, uh, kind of worldview of Facebook, if we can still say that after everything we've heard about them and their behaviours, um, but this kind of idealistic view that it's connecting the globe um, yes. and, you know, kind of making neutral if you like the impact of those sorts of geographical um constraints um actually you know proximity to people in, in a digital sense is is just as much based on geography rather than kind of like-mindedness or sort of ideological kind of worldview uh than it is um about uh you know the fact that i want to join this group because actually it's what i believe in yes but that's america the analysis was done in but Peter, you sort of have some thoughts about what might be interesting to look at in the UK. Well, I'd love to know. Um, obviously, um, as far as I do know, there is no equivalent analysis. I strongly suspect we'd see some of the same patterns. Obviously, we're a smaller country. It's, it's, it's easier, it's quicker to move around. And we have... Um, you know, compared to America, we have the blessing of, at least in some places, decent public transport. So, you know, you don't have to be a car owner to 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 be able to, to be mobile. Um, but again, it shows that, you know, we really need to know about, um, properly understand our country. Um, and I think we kind of forget. I think we forget that why London might be so much more productive than the cities in the north of England. Well, London's got fantastic transport connections. You can get around the city much more easily than you can going from one northern city to another. Um, and I think, we've again, we've forgotten the importance of that. Um, and we've really got to start trusting local decision makers who might be in a position to properly understand the geography of their own areas whereas you know someone making a decision from London you, you know they assume that all places work in roughly the same way absolutely they don't so you know we need 
we need that sort of geographical literacy back into policy making. But I think that means to a large extent local policy making. So there we go. Geography, it really does matter. And anyone thinking about what they should study maybe should think about geography. Uh, thank you very much, Peter. Another fantastic unpacked. And if you'd like to read the uh, full unpacked um, by Peter, please do go to unheard.com. And uh, as Peter said, you can also read the brilliant piece by James Bloodworth, which was very, very popular uh, on the site. Um, please do subscribe if you haven't already. Um, you can do that on whatever the platform is that you get your podcasts. Uh, and if you are enjoying the these unpacked shorts then please do uh, rate us as well. Mm-hmm.